Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome back to Dead and Married. I'm Travis. I'm Ashley. And goddamn, I don't know what I just watched. <laughs> I know what I just watched. We watched Leprechaun 2. <laughs> and maybe you should take this. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to do something a little weird this time, but it comes from my heart. And I guess this this is the appropriate movie for that. But uh, this is the first uh, episode I want to dedicate to somebody and I brought it up last week, but I would like to dedicate this episode of our podcast to my very special little sister, Robin, because she and I watched the shit out of this movie when we were kids, and I cannot watch it without thinking of her, like, literally every time. So, hi, Robin. Love you. <laughs> but anyway, yes, this uh, this came out, what, or started filming six months after the six other one? Six months after part yeah. one. Yeah, so there was a huge rush, and I'm not really quite sure why. I don't know. I think they were in a hurry to crank out this one, and then they were going to try to do uh, number three, like back-to-back to to this one, using some of the same characters. I'm so glad that they didn't do that. Like, I I don't, I really try hard not to rip on people's acting, but I'm going to in this one. So just buckle up, Buttercup, because... Man. Yeah. Normally, if a movie, like if they have a film that's like really successful and makes a lot of money, then normally that's why they rush films into production. I think that was part of the problem with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5, because those two were almost filmed like a year apart, maybe less. And as a result, it suffered. Funnily enough, I actually like this better movie. The <laughs> I like this movie better than the original. I know I'm probably in the minority in that, but... You are. (laughs) But whereas we were talking last week about the first movie being pretty simple and straightforward, this one just goes off the fucking rails bonkers. This is like a bad peyote trip or something. (laughs) I don't know. And from what you're telling me, they just continue to get worse. They really do. Like, part three is probably... It's possibly my favorite. Uh, I'll let you know for sure later, but part three is even more crazy than this one, if you can imagine. (laughs) Well, this is... So, for the people that really like this, I think they might be in the minority. Maybe this is a cult classic now. I've never heard that, You're not going to believe this. This was it was released in ninety four. Uh-huh. It had a two million dollar budget. So that that wasn't necessarily small potatoes then. Right. Yeah. Their worldwide gross was two point two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so they barely made their money oh, back. Oh man. But Um and I can see why. Sort of here's the thing. Oh come on. Be here's honest here. I am being honest. It's got to be like one of the most batshit crazy, most awful movies that I've God damn it's bad. <laughs> But it's fun. It is totally fun. It's a shitty movie, but it's fun. And I don't even know how those two things should work together, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm lost now. I don't know what to say about it. So, yeah. Like, it's an acid trip of a movie or something. Oh, man. I, I cannot even wait for you to watch part three then. Like I'm kind of scared to watch part three now. <laughs> Did you ever see that? No, you probably didn't. Because I think by the time this movie, or the movie I'm about to bring up came out, you were already an adult. But I was still a teenager at home, and one of the popular things... Wait a minute. Okay, so what exactly do you qualify as an adult? Because I would have been 14. No, no, no. The movie I'm about to bring up. Okay, okay. Um, You probably were already adult, but I was still a teenager. And at that time, one of the popular things around were Disney Channel original movies. So I probably might have been 15, 16 years old when this movie came out. I'll have to check the dates. But it was called The Luck of the Irish. And they have this kid that finds out that he's got a leprechaun yep, for a mother. You, you've had me watch that. Yes. <laughs> I think I would have preferred to watch it again. Perhaps. And the kid starts turning into a leprechaun throughout the movie. And basically, that's what Leprechaun 3 is. And I can't get into all the specifics right now. We'll we'll cover it next week, obviously. Okay. But yeah, it's pretty fucking amazing. And so that's going to be weird. Yes. <laughs> it's great. But... Well, this movie has a 6%. <laughs> 6 on Rotten Tomatoes. This is the lowest rated movie we've ever done. Yeah. 
For sure. And I'll tell you what's crazy about it is that if you look at the cast, you would expect it to be better. Sort of. Don't look at me like that. In what way? Well, Warwick Davis is in it again well, as a yeah. leprechaun, and he does a great job. You've got Sandy Barron. He's been around a while. He plays Uncle Morty, right? I've never seen him anything outside of this. But he's he was a good actor in this, and we'll talk about that later. Kimmy Robertson from Twin Peaks. Woo woo! I mean, she always plays kind of an offbeat, crazy character, but she does it really well. Yeah. Um, Clint Howard is in yeah. this. And he's always a background character, but he's good. Yeah. The, it's like the things he shows up in are just so fucking random. It's, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And Tony Cox was in this. Yeah. And if you've never seen Bad Santa, you probably don't know who he is. But Tony Cox has been in a ton of stuff. And just for some of the actors that were in this movie, I really feel like it should have been better than it actually is. Okay. But to be fair, Kimmy Robertson and Clint Although, Howard were in this movie for like less than five minutes. I know. I know. So was Tony <laughs> Cox, really. Yeah. And it looked like he was on so many drugs too. And I, <laughs> I, think I don't that know was if just, that was- I think that was just an acting choice. The way it was directed or if that was a choice on his part, but he looked really fucked up <laughs> when he was doing that. That's, that's probably the most far out performance I've ever seen Tony Cox do. Usually he's like serious or like, you know, he's just- being an or, asshole. Or funny. You know, or being funny. Yeah. This one, I, I'm not kidding. He looked stoned <laughs> or something. It was just. It was it a was, choice. It was an uncomfortable scene. <laughs> it was a lot for sure. Like, <laughs> and oh. it's not just him. That's the funny part. There were some fucking bizarre acting choices throughout this movie. There were some bizarre <laughs> casting choices throughout this movie. Yeah. Not to the <laughs> least of which being our heroine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> but. You know what's crazy? She went on and did more stuff after this. Really? It's <laughs> so bad for me to say it. But yeah, people actually cast her in other things after oh, this. Oh, man. Well, it wasn't for her acting ability. Let's just leave it at that. Well, judging by the covers of some of the movies she was in on IMDb, it definitely probably wasn't about her <laughs> acting ability. So. <laughs> But this this movie has literally nothing to do with the film that preceded it at all. It's like... It doesn't even address what happened in the film <laughs> that preceded it. It's like I was saying last episode, like, the Leprechaun series feels like a choose-your-own-adventure series where... None of none of the ones have anything to do with the one before or after. There's nothing that carries on from one movie to another. They're all their own separate entity. And I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but in the first movie, he tells him he's 600 years old. Mm-hmm. And in the first three minutes of this one, he's like, it's my thousandth birthday. Yeah. And that was in like 900 AD. Yeah. He reminded me, it's like uh, Bilbo Baggins, it's my 111th birthday. <laughs> And I think so. Did you did you lose four hundred years between there and the first movie, and then you get them all back? God damn! That's what I said. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> I, you know what? We, we were watching this thing. Uh, Mike from we watched a movie doing the man versus movie thing. Uh huh. And he where he watches all the Leprechaun movies in one day and yeah. reviews them. And I'm feeling his pain a little bit. Actually, he seemed like he enjoyed this one. Like, we saw a couple other reviewers that didn't enjoy this one as much, but Mike, he, he gave it as good a re- review as you well, can expect from- but the guys at Wham can watch a movie and have fun with it. Yes. And whereas other reviewers, I feel like, take them way too seriously. Yeah. Like I said, this is a terrible movie, but it is fun to watch. It is so. fun. It's loads of fun. They set up different rules in this movie. Uh, there's new weaknesses. There's- one critical rule that's totally different. <laughs> yeah. And- yeah, it's just, it's completely bizarre. Like, I don't know. That's that's part of the fun, though. And I feel like this is the Leprechaun. We're, we're setting up the Leprechaun we're going to get for the rest of the series. Like, we, we discussed it last week about him having a certain amount of humor with his character. But starting in this film, he really just ramps that up and it only continues to escalate throughout. Well, which, which Friday the 13th, or not Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street movie was it where Robert Englund really embraced the camp with Freddy? I would say probably part three. Okay. I mean... Well, they only needed two movies to get to that on this He has... Part. Well, the thing is, is that Freddy has humor in those first two movies, but it's much darker, drier humor. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, he could be cracking a line, but it's still terrifying. You know, you've got something like, you are all my children now, where, yeah, it's a line, but at the same time, it's It's also a terrifying. soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really in part three, Welcome to Primetime Bitch, where he kind of became that that character okay, that we so know and took, love. It took 
Nightmare three movies to get there. It only took Leprechaun one. one. <laughs> yeah. After the first one, they were like, nope, we got to go weird with this. But you got to hand it to Warwick Davis, though, about just taking that character and running with it. Like, look, I'm just going to have fun. This and movie's you know not going to win any Academy Awards. It looked like he had more fun with this. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but yeah. as an actor, it looked like... He- he had fun doing it. Well, I mean, I have heard that he said there was a little bit of problems with this production, but you'd never know it with his performance whatsoever because he he does this thing, and I and I love it throughout where he will spout a line and then just give this maniacal laugh, and it's, and not even like a continuous laugh. He he'll just say something, and then ah! <laughs> and then take off running, yeah. and it's 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 so funny. He'll like, just kind of squeak and run. Yeah. So you know. Nobody's talking about this isn't birdemic levels of horrible, but we're not to shark to push yet. <laughs> but um But we're gonna get there. I uh, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate that he can be like treating this taking this movie for what it is and and just embracing it and, and having a good time. Embrace the suck. Have fun, collect the paycheck. I mean shit, you know? Yeah. What, what more can you ask? Well, I mean, don't they get paid up front so he didn't have to worry about the fact that it really didn't make much money? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I don't I don't know how that works. I'm not a paid actor. This is true. You are not. <laughs> but, yeah. So, you ready to wade off into the dirty beats of this movie? <laughs> sure. This is your obligatory spoiler warning. At Dead and Married, we talk about major plot points that might ruin films for the casual viewer. If you don't mind spoilers, join us now. Okay, so almost exactly like the first movie, we open with the leprechaun, mm-hmm. right? And we get the monster right up front. Yeah. No apologies. Here he is. And go, right? Yeah. The difference is, is that you're like, what is it? 900 something AD Ireland. Uh-huh. And he's got a totally different getup. Yeah. Different I actually hat. like that outfit better. Is that weird? There's no, a little sock no, hat looking okay. thing. And... Instead of him running around in a green bowler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool look. He has Mr. Slave. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he's even wearing his dog collar. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I know. Which something struck me as odd is that we'll go ahead and say it since we did the spoiler warning. So in the first one, the rule was four leaf clovers. Yeah. In this one, they said, nah, fuck that shit. We're not doing that. Uh, Now it's wrought iron. I mean, you know how hard it is to find a four leaf clover? I know, right? So, I mean, well, they, they never mind the it. fact that you could just make one. They had to take that shit out because <laughs> they were in Los Angeles where there's no grass. So True, true. Um, yeah, so now it was all about the wrought iron, <laughs> which is funny because pretty sure Mr. Slave is wearing a wrought iron collar. I don't Did you notice that? think so. He put a gold one on the girl later in the movie. His looked like it was made out of iron or some other. It wasn't gold like hers at uh, all. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I'm sorry, but for okay, some reason you when you said look, Mr. But I'm not Slave. I'm it with you again. <laughs> For some reason, though, when you said Mr. Slave, I went to actual Mr. Slave, and I'm like, no, that's a leather collar. <laughs> Come on. Try to keep up. Yeah. No, it is, though. It is leather. But but I I, I think um, one of the things that I enjoy about this, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and start off with the things that I enjoyed about it, is that they decided... I mean, the leprechaun is always going to want his gold. That's just a thing throughout. But I appreciated in this one that they tried to give him something else to do. And that this time is time for him to find his bride. He just wanted to get laid. Yeah. That's all he wanted. <laughs> so I appreciated that they were trying to, to do something a little bit more to add to it. Um, Can you imagine? Well, he couldn't get married or whatever, you know, do his thing until he was a thousand years old. Like. <laughs> Why I want you, you to think about that. Why are you that. giving me William Shatner here? I'm just thousand trying. To, I'm just trying to imagine years a thousand old. years with no sex. <laughs> that would be awful. That'd be I like, mean, yeah, Daddy's all pent up. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he's being such a little asshole in this movie. <laughs> he just needed to get rid of his shamrocks, I guess. That's get his it. shamrocks off. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. But uh, please don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're only allowed to make the bad jokes in this show? Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's that's right. But yeah, anyway, I, I did appreciate that, that they did did want to give him a little bit more to do. Um, it, it made for some funny stuff and some really gross stuff. And it changed the arc a little bit, which was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That way we're not following the same damn formula. Yeah, you don't... Uh, 
Which, to be fair, they do kind of pick that thread up in this movie at some point, but it's never the primary arc. Right. So that's good. I mean, you you could make the argument that, I, I don't know, I'm one of those people like that enjoys Jason Goes to Hell or Jason Takes Manhattan. I appreciate filmmakers trying to go, okay, well, he's been just going and killing campers for six movies. Let's do something different, you know? And I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't like those movies. Those movies suck. Listen, you can't just have vanilla every fucking day. Bluebell has all kinds of flavors. (laughs) Honey, I believe we're the only place that has Bluebell. Ben and Jerry's has all kinds of goddamn flavors. You can't eat Netflix and chilled all the time. Switch it up. Try some Cherry Garcia. It's amazing. (laughs) But yeah, I I don't make, I mean, okay, I do. I do make apologies for those movies. Um, And... I completely understand where those filmmakers are are coming from. You know, Adam Marcus is like, you've got all of these move- fucking movies you you can watch. Go back and watch those. And I totally agree with that. Um, and really nice guy. I've spoken to him a couple of times. Uh, Jason Goes to Hell is probably one of my favorite movies in the Friday franchise. Not making any apologies. So, but the, but that's my point was with these Leprechaun films, they tried to do something different every single time. Yes, the I Want Me Gold is always going to be there, but I appreciate that they tried to to keep it going, keep, you know, keep it from getting stale. And yeah, it's not as popular a franchise as most, but it's, it's just fun. And, and you know... How many things can we say are just fun? Not very many. <laughs> but yeah, I like that. And and I'm okay with the whole I want me gold thing. That that part doesn't really bother me. It's a leprechaun. It would be weird if it wasn't there. But he can say I want me gold while he kicks down a farmhouse door. He can say I want me gold while he's trying to get laid. He can say I want me gold while he's riding a dinosaur. And <laughs> it's all okay. It's all okay. Right. Because yeah. there's no reason to go back to formula, which I hate to bring up Halloween again. Back but... to formula? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. You just broke me. You just hauled out a Spider-Man reference in the middle of a Leprechaun review. I... Why would you do that? You're welcome. <laughs> oh, anyway. But, you know, Mustafa Cod was all about the formula. Yes. And, I don't know, I appreciate it when people don't just do that. Just same shit, same shit, same shit. Right. I don't even know where to go. <laughs> okay. You, you take we it, were... Norman Osborn. <laughs> we were talking about the things that we like about this movie. So, I I don't want to say I preferred the characters in this movie, I'm going to stop laughing any minute yeah, now. Yeah, spin it out, Shatner. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know. I've heard I've heard some reviewers say that they disliked the cast in this film. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I remember being a kid and there's, um, there's this character, Morty. And I actually really enjoyed that character. He's got like that kind of George Carlin thing. George Carlin's on. what I got from him. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, what Sandy, whatever his name was. Yeah. I'm not going to pull the cast list back up. Um, yeah. I enjoyed his character. I mean, yeah, he's an alcoholic, not really a functioning alcoholic, and he's kind of a sleaze and a con man and stuff, but you've got him and his nephew, um, Cody, and you, you do buy that they have a relationship, uh, uh, uncle and nephew. And he probably gives one of the... I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> the best acting performances in the movie when he has the the pot of gold st- in his stomach. Yeah. And he's begging the leprechaun to get it out. Uh-huh. I mean, that's So that's probably as good as it gets in this movie. Yeah. So the guy the guy was actually a decent actor. I didn't have any so complaints was, about him. So that was the thing was like when I was a kid, I bought those two and I ended up kind of rooting for these guys a little bit so we can get to the point where Morty dies. Like, little kid me was, like, really upset. I hated to see that. As a matter of fact, of the entire series, his his kill with the pot of gold was the only one that ever bothered me in this 
this whole run. So, but now as an adult, you can see that he was a horrible person, right? <laughs> he wasn't like, great. He was a horrible person. He wasn't great, but he still throughout this thing, you still see that he care cares for his nephew and he's trying to protect him and keep him out of trouble. And I don't know that he does really try anything. to help. Yeah. He does. Um, man just wants, wants to make a little gold. I mean, don't we all? He just wants to have money <laughs> and whiskey. Right? Like... Shit, we might be the same guy. <laughs> but... I'm going to have an existential crisis now. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But that being said, I completely hate the character of Bridget so oh much. Oh, my God. I try... I'm equal opportunity, guys. I know I rag on a lot of girl actors a lot, but that's because, like I said before, I'm kind of a gold standard as far as final girls go. Um, you got your your Lori and your Nancy and your Kirsty and Sally and you know the for me that is the standard. And so anything that ugh, I don't know, she just she wasn't she, good. She was so bad. She was not good. I I hate bagging on actors' performances and actresses' <laughs> performances, and I really try not to. But goddamn, she was so bad. Some of the choices that she, she was made, so bad. It was like a South Park impersonation of someone who's bad. It was that bad. <laughs> Some of the choices she made as far as, like, line delivery, facial expression. Like, he's dead? Like, <laughs> I don't know, is he? You made it sound like a question. Yeah. She's like, he's dead? It's over? And then she, and she gets these big fucking eyes, like, when she delivers certain lines, like... She does her eyeballs the same way the garbage day guy does his eyebrows <laughs> in Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. I don't remember. Like, once you've seen it, you can't unsee it, and it's really distracting. Yeah, it's it's awful. But not only that, the character itself, she's just kind of a little annoying bitch. Like, within the first few minutes of the movie, we get that Morty is supposed to be the one who's, who's the driver or host or whatever you want to call it of these haunted rides throughout L.A. of, I guess, houses from famous actors or something that maybe have a supernatural thing or where their death occurred, something like that. And it's a hustle. Yeah. That's all it is. But But at any rate, it's a job and Morty cannot work because he is dead ass drunk. And despite Cody trying to do his best to sober him up, because you get the idea that this happens a lot. Um, He's got a system in place, like the bartender knows to give him a bucket of ice and and uh, what was that called? That drink that's like Coke and it's like red. It was just like Coke and water. Yeah. It was red special whiskey or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But you get the idea that this happens a lot. So Cody decides he's going to, he doesn't want them to lose any money, obviously, because this is their living. Well, probably in Morty's case, alcohol money. But he decides that he's going to take over his shift and drive around. And yes, he's supposed to technically have a date with Bridget, but... This is his family, and he's not married to her. They're not, it doesn't appear that they're very serious, especially with uh, some later events, that she's going and she's sabotaging his job, and she's just kind of being pouty and bitchy, and then as soon as another guy gives her any attention, she's like going out of her way to make Cody feel bad or jealous, and it's just immature, and I just, yeah, I didn't care for her character at all. And I don't think that she really brings anything to the table as far as a final girl should. No, not really. And rumor was they had approached uh, Denise Richards potentially for this role. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Heather Langenkamp was on that list too. I think Nancy's too good for and this. And I just... <laughs> trying to picture either of them being in one of these movies. The only thing that would have changed is that in the very beginning, um, the leprechaun says he's found a bride with an ample bosom and Denise Richards would have filled that role better than the one that they cast. But honestly, her performance might have been more of the same that we got here. (laughs) I don't know that hers would have been better. And if you've seen Starship Troopers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's not good. (laughs) Well, I was thinking of Tammy and the T-Rex. you ever heard the expression more than just a pretty face? (laughs) Nope, not really. (laughs) Sorry. The only thing I know that's I, shitty, but the only thing I'll say about the actress is that she could scream, and boy, did she through she, the majority she of had the some film. Pipes. Yeah, uh, they, I think the very beginning, what? there's like the beginning credits, and she just gives this like horrifying scream, and her eyes get but all big. The it's very look on her face when she did it. <laughs> it's so dramatic. It's so bad. And then they have this dramatic music on top of it, <laughs> like. Oh my gosh, you just kind of knew what what kind of movie you were getting into right then. Like it's garbage day. <laughs> he 
He's giving Ugh. me Eric Freeman eyebrows right now, guys. <laughs> well, it's because I can't do the bug eye thing that she does. <laughs> like this? <laughs> no, your eyes don't open that wide either. <laughs> but no, it, it there really isn't a whole lot in the cast a, apart from the three of them. And, well, and the leprechaun, of course. You get this little dweeb, douchey character named Ian who's who's after Bridget and stuff. But he... He doesn't last that long. He tries to motorboat a lawnmower. <laughs> Because he thinks it's boobs and yeah, it's over. And it does it off screen. I really wish they would have had that one on screen. Like the the boobs? Like him no, you already got boots? the boobs. What I didn't get is him sticking his face in those lawnmower, in the pushmower blade. Yeah. Like they did that like as a, an off screen thing and like, just show it. Yeah. I was just like, show you, him sticking his head in the lawnmower. I was like, you needed to see him motorboating the boobs? <laughs> no, we saw the boob double already. Yeah. Um, no, not that. Not that. Like the kill. Show me the kill. Yeah, I, don't I do, couldn't don't understand it. Don't do that shit off screen. Show it to me. I couldn't understand it because I've heard- Whip it out. <laughs> I've heard a couple of people say, oh, that was my favorite kill because he was going for titties and they were lawnmower blades, but they didn't really- They don't show anything. No. I mean, it's implied and they show the after effects of it, but as far as the gore itself, not so much. Yeah. But, I, I mean, for me, like I said, for me, it'll be the pot of gold death. That, that's my favorite kill of the movie. Even, even though it's the one that I that scared me as a kid, uh, it's still probably my favorite yeah. one. Yeah, I don't know that that one's my favorite kill, <clears throat> the, the lawnmower one. That one just, it was disappointing because they were building up for that. And, like, how often do you see somebody stick their face in a lawnmower and then they just don't show it? And this was this would have been a good practical effect. They really could have done it. I guess if you want uh, lo- uh, to see death and gore by way of lawnmower, you should go back to Dead Alive because that movie's got you covered. You fucking weirdo. That's too much. <laughs> That's too much. Did you see what I did there, though? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I would still say that the practical effects in this movie were pretty good. Well, that, yeah, they I had mean, the, the talent. The- they could have brought more of it. Yeah. They just didn't. They had, I think they had double the budget for this one, right? I think they had $2 million. Yeah. I think the first one they had $1 million. This one they had $2 million. So the effects were still there, I thought. Um, and they introduced some new stuff. Like he could do like this using the force or some shit. Like, <laughs> well, he had telekinetic powers, which he kind of did in the first one. They just called it magic, but in this one it was. Yeah, and he did like this David Copperfield maneuvering shit with his hands. Yeah, he would like <laughs> flap his arms around and he would do the, the Dracula disappear. Yeah. Where he'd like pull his little cape or whatever or jacket up in front of his face and then he'd fade out and disappear. Yeah, it was it was a lot, but... Um, he could teleport. Yeah, yeah, he could. Um, they Like I was saying earlier, they introduced some new, new rules in this lore, like... Um, from now on, if you catch a leprechaun, you're entitled to three wishes. They didn't bring that up in the other one at all. I don't remember that one in the other one. No, it wasn't. It was more like, if you catch it, you can take his gold. Right. That was pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's about as far <clears> as they went. <throat> also, if anybody is in possession of said gold, they can no longer be harmed. Well, they sure as hell didn't follow that one in the first no, one. No, they did not because it, and we actually forgot to bring it up last week, um, that Ozzy, the character of Ozzy had swallowed the, uh, one of the gold coins and, and uh, it comes out in the new one. <laughs> like he was carrying that thing around in his gut for 10 years. Yeah. 10 and, years of movie time, not 10 years real time. Right. But you got the impression in the original that he, he was just going to cut him open and take that coin. Yeah. There was no rule that said that Ozzy couldn't be harmed. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But again, these movies seem to have their own rules. They just every reinvent time. them at their will. <clears throat> exactly. Um, so I don't know. I guess maybe it raised the stakes a little bit in that regard, but I don't know. If sometimes it feels a little out of place, I guess. But we, it, Travis already brought it up once. We had a, um, we had some cameo appearances. I don't know that they were considered cameo at the time, but for us now and, in this day, they would be considered cameos. Like we said, you had Kimmy Robertson and Clint Howard. But you also had Michael McDonald, which yeah, I, I, out. I fucking forgot. adored. And now that I'm thinking about it, his kill's probably my favorite. I think that whole segment with him in it <laughs> might be my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. Because he's just ripping on the leprechaun. He gives no shits. Yeah. Like, he makes fun of him being short. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And he's, like, he making mi- weird faces at him. He mimics his accent. Like It's great. Yeah. It was it was pretty amazing. And then he gets his face, like, fucking steamed off by a uh, It's like a milk frother or something. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, because he's he's all oh, he is he's a <coughs> he's a sassy barista. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like waiting for any second he's getting his face team to be like, don't <laughs> stop. Oh, I thought he was gonna tell the leprechaun, look what I can do. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much anything Michael McDonald's in, it's always going to be a welcome addition. Like, that's why I got so excited during Halloween Kills and, you know, because I've, I've been watching him since I was a kid. So he's he's great. So yeah, that that's probably actually my favorite kill. But they have some of the most bizarre scenes in this movie, too, that are like almost to the point of being surreal. And that's one of them is, is that steam kill. But the other is the drinking game that just is so fucking weird. That just looked like a frat. <laughs> Friday night to me. <laughs> Not really. Um, see, I thought that one kind of fit with the rest of the movie. The The scenes that really took me, like, what the hell is this, is in the very beginning when they're in ancient Ireland, and then when they're in his bat cave, right? Mm-hmm. Because it didn't look like a horror movie set. It looked like a fantasy set. Like, right. Mm-hmm. If you took this, bring in Tom Cruise and uh, Tim Curry with some goat horns, and it's legend. You know what I mean? Like, this is a completely different type of movie altogether. And uh, those two sets just didn't jive. No, they didn't. And I got I got also got to point out that his slave, Mr. Slave, at the beginning of the movie, I don't know what was going on. They were like, okay, we need this guy to have a beard. I, he didn't have to have a beard because the beard that they put on him fucking looked like that episode of South Park where Cartman glued Scott Tennerman's pubes so to his face. I saw that beard and I thought... <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline because that beard was fucking drawn on there. <laughs> it it didn't look drawn something. on to me. It looked like a fucking pubes. The other thing it I was, was thinking so of. so bad. The other thing I was thinking of, and I can't remember if it's Jackass Part 2 or 3, where they did that bit with, uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, was it? Safety First Guy. Danger Aaron. Yes, Danger Aaron. Yeah, they glued pubes to his face. <laughs> yeah, and stuck him in a trunk. Yeah, the it that that beard was awful. Let's just let's just put it at that. But in the context of the movie, it's fucking hilarious because it takes like, you right out of it's it. It's like he had hair polka dots on his face. Yeah, or something. Yeah, it wasn't. If you can't grow one, just shave your face. Yeah, that's, he didn't have to have a beard. I couldn't understand it. that. But just, just be clean shaven. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fucking it's not bizarre. for me because I look like I'm twelve when I do that. But. <laughs> Um, and then they also have the bit, like, there's this big drink-off between Morty and the leprechaun, and you get this table of little people across from them, and they start going, one of us, one, one of, of us. us, one of us. And they're all got that weird, cra- creepy Tony, look on their face. And, and Tony Cox is all wide-eyed, <laughs> like, just staring at you uncomfortably, joining in. Yeah. So naturally, you're sitting there it, as an audience member going, goobble, gobble, goobble, gobble. So, you know, I've never seen Freaks. I need to just get around to it. I think one you've of these only days. ever seen that one part. I've seen, I, I know the movie because of popular culture and seeing various documentaries, but I've never actually watched the film. So, there was a long time where you couldn't. It was like banned and nobody could watch it because of the subject matter, obviously. But I think you can now. And I thought I heard a rumor at one point that it was on YouTube. So may have to look and see what I can find. But it feels like one of those movies. We would never watch pirated video, though. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. We would not. We will find a place to rent it. Just strike that from the record. Yes. <laughs> but Can't take you anywhere. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, like I said, just just really kind of almost surreal scenes in the movie. Um, after like right before this drink off happens, um, uh, oh I can't remember his name. Cody. Cody goes and he goes to Morty and he's like, oh we gotta go see Bridget. Blah blah blah. And Morty's just sitting there, dead ass face. Like you think something's wrong with him. Like he's just broke. I thought that he was dead. <laughs> yeah, like, the leprechaun had killed him and he was just sitting there dead. <laughs> yeah, but you find out he's like. He's here. He's sitting right over there. And you look over and fucking Leverkus just looking at him. They were they'd been sitting there staring at each other like really uncomfortable eye contact. Yeah. For a long time. Oh, it was like terrible. They were, yeah. That was an intimate stare. A little too intimate. Yeah. Like maybe he wanted his cocktail fruit. Oh, he was gonna get it. Nah, but really, Uncle Morty was sitting there staring at him like he was the most interesting man in the world. He really was, but he just, yeah, he had to just but look that on was, his... That it was whole so scene fucking was weird. just weird. There, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, this whole entire movie is just one fucking weird-ass scene after another. It's like, there, the other one that made me laugh pretty hard is 
once uh, the leprechaun has captured Bridget and taken him to his lair, he's basically telling her that now she's going to start burying his children, and it should only be a litter or whatever. Yeah, it'll be a full litter. <laughs> yeah. But he's going to have to modify her stomach? He's going to have to modify her and stomach her face, and her face. Because yeah. they, won't they won't suckle if her face doesn't look like their face. He's like, And they can be pretty vicious. And as a mother, I'm sitting here going, that's fair. Yeah, but that's just true of children, period. <laughs> well, once you've had almost had a nipple bitten off, I think you'd you have a better understanding. But yeah, yeah I got it. You're, I gave birth to leprechauns? Maybe. Oh. Isabel is kind of short. <laughs> she is. But... Um, there, also, I wanted to bring up Tony Cox again, just because we've already brought him up. And so, apart from his really weird, bizarre performance, they had this little bit where um, Cody's taking a leak at, at one of the urinals in the bar. And all of a sudden, you see these little feet entering the bathroom. And you think, of course, it's going to be the leprechaun. But what further makes it funny is they start playing this Terminator-esque music. <laughs> it was like Terminator walking into the police station. Yeah. You just see the boots. <laughs> boom, boom. Like do, slow do, walking. Do, do. Yeah. Do, 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 do. And yeah. then he comes around the corner and it's Tony Cox dressed up like a leprechaun. Yeah. Carrying a little like trick or treat tote <laughs> full of gold coins. Yeah. Except they're milk chocolate. Well, if, if you ask Aiden, those candies are the best because I think those are the ones that you can get like in a little mesh satchel thing at Christmas time in your stocking. <laughs> so I think, I think uh, when we were doing Christmas, Aiden had brought that up like, oh no, those are the best because we got them like the little bags of gold, but they were uh, gum. They were bubble gum. But he was like, he's like, oh yeah, these and those little gold shaped chocolate candies. <laughs> Or no, not gold shaped, but you know what I mean. They're like little circle gold and they're they have the golden wrapper. You have told him those are not real chocolate. (laughs) It's like chocolate flavoring and wax and vegetable oil or something. Probably, but I don't know. As a kid, I didn't give a shit. I'd eat them anyway, but. (laughs) I I was more partial to the gold dust or gold nugget gum. No, no. All right. No, no. What kind of Christmas parties did you have? (laughs) No, the uh, the gold nugget bubble gum because it ah. tastes like banana. I, I always thought those were really All good, right. but um, he's also uh, the leprechaun. Was it he more vicious to you in this one than he was the last? Yeah, a little bit. Because there's that scene he had. He takes like a hammer and hits Cody right in the fucking foot with it. And man, I felt that one. That looked like it hurt. Yeah, he was like wham. Ah! Secret, secretly, I was hoping that Warwick Davis really hit him in the foot with a hammer. Oh. Uh. Just to get an honest reaction out of someone in this movie. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what to say. There's just a lot of weird shit. But um, he definitely also amped up the one-liners in this one, too, a bit. Every uh, single thing was a rhyme. Yes, everything was rhymed. But there, and, and I've heard people criticize the one-liners in this, but... The, the part where, cause he also has this thing, not only does he want the gold that is his, he'll just fucking take any gold off of anybody. Oh, yeah, he ripped that gold tooth right out of that homeless guy. Yeah, yeah, like right snatched the that other dude's finger off he for ripped the ring. It, he did. And then he. <laughs> and then he went all Colonel Sanders about it. Finger licking good. Remember that being one of mine and Robin's like favorite lines. We'd always laugh at that. And then um like the most notorious favorite line, and it's not meant to be a funny line by any means at all. It's not a one-liner, it's just dialogue. But my sister and I have quoted it to death, and even to this day, if I'm watching the movie and that scene comes on, I will take a photo of it with my uh phone and then I'll text the still over to her. And that's there's this one scene where Bridget's all lying down and she can't move or whatever and says i want to go home and the leprechaun says oh but you are home and home is where you'll stay <laughs> and she i do that all the fucking time i love you robin i'm glad you're listening <laughs> wow but like that whole out of that whole scene that's not the weirdest thing that happened no it's, it's when not. he dumps a pot of gold on her like <laughs> What did they call it on Dead Meat? Gives her a golden shower? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know. There's so many just un, you, unreal things about this movie that just don't make sense at all. Yeah. So. I liked his indie car. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hops yeah. in the go-kart and he went all Mad Max with it again. He's got like skulls and shit on it. It's got the, the four-leaf clover, you know, with the, the circle with the mark through it. Like, no-leaf clover. Yeah. Metallica. Um, oh, God. And. <laughs> 
hey, it's on S&M. It's great. I was going to say, this. let's not show our age for the thousandth, thousandth time on here. <laughs> you tell them I'm old every time we do this. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then on the side of the car says, I want me gold. Yes. Which I'm going to say that I don't care how many times he says that in a film. It never stops being funny to me. It made to everybody else, but I just fucking love that line. Like, I want me gold is synom- synonymous with that character. Well, it's the... He, d- he delivers it with enthusiasm every time. And he says that it's some of the strangest moments. Mm-hmm. Like he just pops out of nowhere. I want me gold. And then <laughs> stabs somebody in the eye or whatever. So it's. Me gold. Me coin. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I love that line. I can't, I can't help it. But there's a, there's a weird thing. And I, I couldn't understand why this was a choice. But in order for him to take power over the girl he's going to marry, she has to sneeze three times. And no one can say God bless you at the end. Yeah. To save her soul. Where the hell did that even I come from? I don't know. Like, is that a thing in some culture and I just don't know about it? Or do they're just like, hey, you know what to be really fucked up? Let's do this. I'm I'm a horrible person and I don't always say bless you to people. So she probably would have been screwed if she was in my presence. You would have given away so many leprechaun brides. <laughs> I guess so. But maybe it's because I don't leave, you know, I don't leave the house much. I'm kind of a... I don't want to say I'm a hermit, but I just don't like people. So, and if it's if it's you guys or the kids, you know, whatever. I don't always say bless you every time somebody sneeze, sneezes. And I've never been a Gesundheit person, even though I love German and it's my third language. You love German. <laughs> I love schnitzel. <laughs> but I don't say Gesundheit either. I do, yeah. It's it's not one that I throw around, but um, but yeah, I just thought that was a strange a strange rule that they have to sneeze three times. Telling you that you made <laughs> shit up, but this is the same guy that directed um, what was it, Idle Hands? I think. I yeah, I so, couldn't believe that when you told me. And that's another one that's just kind of a weird movie. <laughs> it really is. So maybe it's his thing. So th- there's really not a lot to to say about this movie. I mean, it, it's got the same thing in common with the last one, that it's it's fairly a simple story again. Like, he just wants to take a bride and keep his, his gold or whatever. But there's really not much more fleshed out again. Like I said, you, you do get a, a little bit of these nuances with the uh, nephew and uncle that they've got, like, this kind of little history of being crooks and, and stuff. But... Um, we don't get any character development beyond that with anybody else. No. And one thing, the the body count's still relatively low in this movie. Yes. Yes. Um, Especially for being in the horror genre. He's just not running around whacking heads off. Yeah. Um, And that's... I don't want to say it's disappointing. I mean, there's enough entertaining shit that goes on through the movie that you never really get bored. But there is, in the beginning at least, you know, after you come out of Ireland where they're setting up the plot, mm-hmm. um, feels like there's a lot of exposition. Like, we spend more time with, uh, what's his butt, Cody and Morty. Mm-hmm. I almost said Rick and Morty. I think you spend more time there than you need to, really. I mean, they, they Maybe. Did. Maybe. There was a lot of time there in the bar to establish that his uncle was a drunk. Mm-hmm. And they didn't need to spend much time on that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You spend a lot of time with these characters with no character development. So it's almost like they're nearly static in the in this time period. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're on screen. They're using words. They're doing stuff. But they, as characters, are not really moving forward in any way. Right. Does that make sense at yeah. all? Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the movie, you've basically got the same characters that you started with. Mm-hmm. They haven't changed themselves at all, really. Yeah. And that's weird. That's pretty much true because, I mean, Morty's demise ultimately is still because of his own greed. And so that he never changed as a person, you know, up to his death. And Cody and Bridget are just not, they're not that interesting. That's that's the problem. They're really not. Um, Like I said, and I hate having to continue to use the word vapid in, in order to describe the girls in this. You've used that one a lot in the last three episodes. But that's how, that's what she is. That's the best way that I know to describe her. She would rather get the attention of a guy who wants to blow off his job, and I'm talking about Ian, than be proud that she's with a guy. And yes, his job's on the crookish side, but it's still a job in, you know... I. I never stand in the way of you trying to work, you know. No. Like come to the job to your job and smack the broom out of your hand. Only once. <laughs> but yeah, there's just there's nothing really that makes you want to root for any character except for the leprechaun. You know? There's there's a lot of horror films out there where 
you you want to see the kills. You want to see what inventive way they're going to kill somebody. But I will find films throughout Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th or Halloween where I like the characters and I don't want them to die. You know what I mean? And that's just not, it's not commonplace for every horror movie. Like, um, just off the top of my head, I really enjoyed uh, Friday the 13th Final Chapters characters because they were all relatively likable. Um, Halloween 2018, really enjoyed all of those characters. Didn't want to see any of them die. Um, but this was just a film, I didn't, I didn't care. They were collateral damage, I guess. Yeah, more or less. That, that sounds right. <laughs> they were fodder. They just, they were there, they were all red shirts. Yeah. They were sort of there to be killed from the beginning. Captain Kirk was never going to save them. They were only there to die. Yeah. And that's okay, I guess. I, I think my disappointment is, is that this is, so to kind of go back to the last one, you had two broken necks in the last movie. Mm-hmm. We've already, and we broke another one in this movie. Mm-hmm. The uh, Mr. Slave gets his neck broken at the very beginning. So the first movie had what, four kills? How many do we have in this one? Six. We have six kills. Uh-huh. So we're up to 10 total kills. Three of them were neck breaks. 30% of the kills out of two movies are just him snapping somebody's neck. I mean, we're dealing with a fucking leprechaun here, guys. Let's get creative. Yeah. You know, I mean, as far as the really creative ones, we got Pogo Stick. The steam kill and the and the pot of gold kill. I don't know that steam kills super creative. It was good. The effects were good. It was better than what we've it's been It's better getting. than him just snapping somebody's neck, but I'm talking about like shit that you haven't seen before. Yeah. Pogo Stick and pot of gold in the stomach. Yeah. I just feel like they could do better. You're dealing with a magical being. Go nuts, guys. <laughs> like, it's not like you have to worry about casting good actors or casting good actors. <laughs> Just get Warwick Davis and go bonkers on killing people. Well, it, it may have something to do with the budget, I would imagine, too. Because part of the reason that they could do so many inventive kills in Nightmare on Elm Street is because they had the means well, to that's do true. it. So. Well, I'm hoping that is the... I, I know you've seen all of them. I haven't... Uh, I th- what's the next one? What are we doing next? Part is three. Is number three? Yes. Is that In the Hood? Or no, which no, no. one is that? No, no, no. We are not going to be doing In the Hood at all. We will probably be watching them at some point since we bought all eight movies in an eight-pack or whatever. Well, it was cheaper... Okay, so for the record, on Voodoo right now, it was cheaper to... Or at the moment, it was cheaper to just buy them than it was to go through and rent them. Yeah. To It was cheaper to buy all eight movies than to rent the next three that we were going to do. Yeah. So. And while I may not cover every single movie in the franchise a bunch of times, there are definitely ones that I will watch more than once that I will go back to. And part three is one of them. So. But let's be fair. <clears throat> we do have movies in our video collection that we've only watched one time. It's possible. <laughs> or at least we haven't watched them in a very long time. Yeah. Like, I... I I hate to be a broken record, but I know what I like. I like what I like. And I'm just going to return to those movies over and over and over. Like but yesterday, Aiden and I were, were driving around and I we were talking about, like, goddamn, Friday the 13th just has everything. Like, I know that that's not everybody's favorite franchise, but for me, that's literally one just has, it's perfect, it's, you know? So I'm thinking that when the kids get out of school, we do like a summer camp theme on the show and just do all the Friday the 13th movies yes. this summer. Yes. I'm so down for that. I have been saying, like, like from the beginning. married summer camp. <laughs> Like, I've been saying from the beginning, I cannot wait till we get to this one. Like, I've been looking forward to it so much. We can call it Sleepaway Camp. I believe that's That one's taken. already been done. <laughs> but, yeah. So, help me out here, though. They do get better, right? Three and four? Maybe not better story, uh, but at least they get creative with the shit they do, right? It's not I just more think... broken necks and motorboat and lawnmowers. Okay, I'm it? not an expert on this franchise, but I just know that part three is infinitely better than part okay. two. Good. But part four, you're dealing with Leprechaun in space, so... That could... No, it couldn't. Well, maybe it'll be fun. <laughs> maybe it'll be like this one. It's a terrible movie, but it was fun to watch. I hope so, because what little I remember, it's... You called this one a fucking fever dream. Part four is like on its own shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to give anything away right now, but for everybody that has watched it, you know exactly what I mean. Okay. So am I just going to have a rant about that one? Is that what you're going to have to deal with, me having a rant? Um, It'll probably be a lot like this one was. You know what really we're... grinds my gears? Oh my God. Go off, Peter. I, that, was, that was it. That's I'm stopping right there. <laughs> um, I was just giving the setup, you know, for what part four might be. It'll, it'll be a lot like this one where we're probably going to laugh at a bunch of shit and then talk about how awful a bunch of other shit is. And um, I will say that at least Miguel A. Nunez is in 
Leprechaun in Space, and I know you're looking at me like, who, who the fuck is that? But it's because you're terrible. You're a horrible amateur at this. But <laughs> it's the enchilada guy from uh, Nightmare, not not Nightmare, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five: A New Beginning. Um, he's in Return of the Living okay, Dead. Okay, wait a minute. Is it uh, what was his name? Demon. Yes. The one who was singing while he was taking a shit in an yes, outhouse? Yes, And you're excited about this. Yes. The dude is a great actor. I'm sorry. He has horror pedigree in in my eyes, so. It looked like he was getting off while he was taking a dump. <laughs> he was making some very, like, ooh, sounds while he was <laughs> in there. Oh, gosh. You're excited for this guy? Yes. What's worse is I am. those enchiladas were tearing him up, and he offered some to his brother. <laughs> What kind of person does that? <laughs> okay. That's the first thing he said when he got in the van was, you want an enchilada? <laughs> he he is a good, good actor, though. Like, uh, one of the things that always stands out in that scene, or in that film, is his own death. Because the dude is, like, legit crying. Like, he's actually legit terrified to the point of crying. And there's not really many people that actually do that in a horror film. Or, I mean, not this type of film, anyway. So, uh, it took me a long time to realize that he was crying, and then once I saw it, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And it was like, oh my god, like, the dude is legit scared, but, you know, who wants to die Nobody <laughs> in a wants shitter? to die in an outhouse. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I can't believe they're... And there's his girlfriend, too. Like, they I'm were both to, doing it. I'm trying to imagine <laughs> if I had been in an outhouse while we were dating, would you have come up on the outside and started singing to me and then we would sing to one another? Maybe you might have moved things along easily. While I do that? And I just think, no, that's weird and uncomfortable for both of us. And normal people don't do that. I always think it's funny that she's like, you'll feel better after you shit. <laughs> And she's still, like, she knows what he's in there doing, and she's still attracted to him. Like, she wants to stand outside and listen to what's happening in there. Well, I don't know. It's just no, a weird not choice. Really. Yeah, it's, see? Uh-huh. It's but weird. at the same time, Maybe she know, was going to make a Shiza video. Some of us, some of us know that shitting is real life. Oh, I know and we, you know, when you love somebody, you that doesn't mean the- you do it with the door open, though. <laughs> you just don't. Excuse me, I only pee with the door open. Thank you very much. Well, you just overshared. You so brought it up. Much. You brought it up. You're like, at least, you know, yeah, you brought up the door open thing and you were looking me right in the eye. Well, so, actually, I was thinking that Isabel <laughs> does everything oh, with the door open. Oh, I didn't realize you were talking about Isabel. Yeah, and you just, you just admitted your guilt right there. <laughs> Fine, fuck it. I don't care. I pee with the door open. I don't even care. I pee with the door open and with the lights off. So there you go. That's, it's a little something you guys can learn about me. <laughs> Wow. I just, I think we should stop now. You've taken this to a really weird and uncomfortable place. And honestly, don't know where to go. But anyway, um, I think we've had a little bit of discussion about there. Yes, we will be covering these four movies, but there's also four more after after that. So probably next year. Next March, we'll handle okay, the rest so of the Okay, you're telling series? me that after we're done, I don't have to watch another Leprechaun movie until next year? No, that's not exact. That's not what I'm saying at all. Oh. So, well, since gotta, we... <laughs> well, you gotta get my hopes up like that. <laughs> so, since we bought this whole eight-pack, you may as well watch all of them. And, because, let's be honest, a year from now, you're gonna forgot have forgotten all of these movies. I hope I forgot them all. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, because you do that, like, you can have watched a movie ten times and you're like, which one is that again? You're like, goddamn, honey, you literally watched this movie with me five minutes ago. No. Yes. You were watching it and I was there in the room. <laughs> I was standing. You were there. Yes. Two worlds colliding. <laughs> no. Uh, one world collided. The other one had- <laughs> nap <laughs> yeah the other world was having a nap while you were but no you will probably have to sit and suffer through the rest of this franchise with me oh fuck me if nothing else if nothing else it's just so you could sit and see how completely bizarre they are however um you have already watched um well you caught most of leprechaun origins the other night because i was watching that and we watched Leprechaun Returns because I kind of wanted a little bit of point of reference going into this to see what came after the fact. 
And I will say that I don't think WWE or F or XYZ need to uh, continue to make horror movies. No, they really don't. Because the only thing I can think of outside of Leprechaun Origins is uh, See No Evil, the movie with Kane. Do you remember those? Did we watch that? We did. Okay, did you watch that? I did. I've seen okay, both of them. you watched that. Good. I, I, I think you might have watched the first one with me no, at the I very least. The room. <laughs> yeah, here we go with that again. But um, I'd say they probably just need to stick to wrestling. And to disappoint some of our friends, because I know we do have a lot of friends that enjoy wrestling, it's not, it's not my bag. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of certain wrestlers because my sister also enjoyed wrestling for a time, so... I grew up in that era of Steve Austin and The Rock and Sting and um, those guys when it got to be really, really big, like at a fever pitch there for a little bit in the late 90s. But that's about the extent of my knowledge. So I used to I used to watch wrestling. 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 <laughs> um, but it was when it was still WWF. It was before the WWE thing came along. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I was a little Hulkamaniac. I got all excited when he slammed Andre the Giant. That The original Andre the Giant, that's how fucking old I am. Um, <laughs> but you had like the Ultimate Warrior and, and guys like that. And the Von Erichs. Mm-hmm. Probably nobody remembers them. But uh, yeah. And then at some point, Hulk Hogan, uh, before he became whatever it is he is now, I think he's not well liked at the moment. I don't know what he did. But anyway. Um, Backed around on his wife. He came back and he'd like dyed part of his facial hair black and he was wearing black t-shirts and he was just... Just a big douchebag, and I just quit watching it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just know. I've never had much to do with that whole thing. But at that point, it became more about grown man soap opera to me mm-hmm. than an actual I want to say sport because I don't necessarily feel that it is. But you know what I mean. It was less about the the action and more about screaming at somebody or arguing in a dressing room. You know what I mean? It wasn't, I don't know. It changed. Mm-hmm. The thing that I was watching it for changed, so I just quit. Yeah, but you you followed the Rock though, didn't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? No, not me. Anyway. Okay, so you heard it here. We found the one person that does not follow The Rock, and it's my wife. <laughs> I'm sorry. We had this discussion and the I'm other day. And I'm so disappointed. <laughs> we had this discussion the other day. Like, I have the same problem with The Rock as I have with Ryan Reynolds, and that's... You watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. He plays the same fucking character in every movie. The Rock literally does. And that's not to say there aren't characters that The Rock has played or movies that he's been in that I have not enjoyed because I have enjoyed him in the Fast franchise as Hobbs. I I do enjoy that character very much, but he's got four fucking movies at least. So he's in the jungle in, we're in the same goddamn outfit (laughs) doing the same thing. Tell me I'm wrong. Arnold Schwarzenegger in his early years was always John Matrix in every movie. Tell me I'm wrong. You just shut your whore mouth. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, take some of that. Sylvester Stallone is Rambo in every movie. You're sleeping on the couch. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. No, you're sleeping on the no, couch. No, I, I know. I know I'm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> as soon as the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing passed my lips, I knew I was sleeping on the couch. <laughs> but anyway, that was a long tangent around just to get to saying that Leprechaun Origins was not so great. They they tried to, to give it a more serious note, and it just didn't... It, it lacked the charm, I think. I mean, say what you will about this original franchise. They're not wonderful. Nobody's getting any awards anytime soon, but at least they're fun. Okay, so I don't really remember the Leprechaun Origins. But we watched I, it like two nights ago. Yeah, I don't remember it. So when... <laughs> I, <laughs> So, but when I hear Leprechaun Origins, I think, okay, cool. So, we're going to go back to, like, whatever, whatever, however long ago, Ireland, and see the Leprechaun Origins, right? No, that is not what you get. No. You basically get a rehash of the original film, where it's a bunch of, uh, I don't want to call them teens or young adults, I think they're college, um, holed up in a house just trying to survive the night. Same, almost the exact same premise as the original, except there's no humor, and if I remember right, do we even see the fucking Leprechaun in the that movie or do we just see rumbling in a bush because i know that they got a small actor for that role again okay i know which one you're talking about it is it is supposed to be in ireland yes but yes you do see the leprechaun but he looks like an orc extra from Lord oh, of the Rings. right 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 like he, he kind of looks talk. like the way the Wishmaster did he before he took quip. his final form he's got this weird long face yeah yeah that movie sucked it no really wonder did. i didn't remember it <laughs> it really did it wasn't good and then the next one, it was supposed to be like the ones with Warwick Davis. Yes. Except they cast a different actor. Yeah. And he didn't do a bad job. It wasn't terrible. But he wasn't Warwick Davis. No. And I think that's the problem I had with it. it I think we talked that, about this last week, though. We did. We did. <laughs> 
So we won't we won't get into that. To I that won't start billion. bitching about that one again. <laughs> but but no, that I guess that's my thing. Is if it were up to me, and we had more weeks in the month, we would definitely be going up to at the very least um, back to the hood. Yeah, we would stop before we do those last two. Yeah, um, because those are still fun. Although Leprechaun in the Hood is on a trip all by itself again. Yeah. Um, it feels I I don't I don't even know how to describe that one. But Back to the Hood was a little bit more fun. It had a higher budget and actors that I knew. Hey, doesn't that one have Ice Cube in it? No. Who? You think you're thinking the first in the Hood that's got Ice Tea in it? Ice Tea. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll watch that one. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny. It's Ice funny. Tea. He was in a movie that I watched when I was a kid. Like it would come on the TNT movies for guys who like movies. Surviving the game. Where he was, yeah, he was being hunted. Yeah, and I watched that every time. It I came did too. On. I loved that movie. <laughs> so yeah, I can I can watch Ice Tea. Yeah, I would like it better if it was Ice Cube, but I'll still watch Ice Tea. Yeah, but no, back I like to- Ice Cube's in my Ice Tea. Back to the Hood, I believe uh, Main Dude and that's also a rapper, but I don't think it's a rapper that I know very well. And uh, Tangie Miller, do you remember her from that show Felicity that I used to watch all the time? No. She was Felicity's best friend, the black girl. No. And she was sleeping with the professor there for a little bit. Oh, Chris Sarandon. Oh, no. Right. I'm going to have to go back and watch Felicity. But anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to need some time alone with season one of Friends. <laughs> Anyway, no, I don't know that one. I think I always found something else to do every time you watched. No, 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 no. Um, oh, okay. I know you know it though because you you have had to have sat in the living room with me and watched that. Like, no, or I'm not ha- like watching it. I am but- aware of the chick that plays Felicity, and I'm aware of the guy that's in it because he went to be in the Underworld movies mm-hmm. with Kate Beckinsale's leather pants. And <laughs> are we doing tit for tat now? Is that what we're doing? Oh, you started it. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. Um, I remember it because it was Underworld and it showed her and I was like, hey, and then it showed him. I was like, God damn it. It's that guy. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. At least he was better in those Underworld movies than the character of Noel, uh, played by Scott Foley, who was Noel. His name was Noel in Felicity. What did in Scream 3. Remember, he was the killer in Scream 3. He was Sydney's brother. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Why it wasn't that guy. But you stuck around for that one because of Parker Posey, right? Don't you love her and everything? Well, I like her in Blade Trinity. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I knew we'd have to fucking circle back around to Ryan Reynolds. You're going to work that in every time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is this a plug for free guy? Some people do. (laughs) Was it the six? Degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever. Yeah. I do the same thing, but it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> or The Rock. Or The Rock. <laughs> and if should... I can get them both in there, extra points. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to do an episode of Pillow Talk where it's just all about your gay passes. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, so I do have, I know we've we've gone all around this or whatever, and probably next week we're going to do the same thing. Hopefully, part three gives us a little bit more to talk about. Like I said, there's so many fucking bizarre things in Leprechaun 2 that if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it for sure. But, but here's the deal. Full disclosure, we ran out of shit to talk about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> we've just been pulling it out of our ass since then. <laughs> so if you've stuck with us this far, you're awesome. <laughs> But, but hopefully part three will have more yes. content. I think that was the problem with this one. There wasn't a lot of content. Right. So. I, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that part three will have more because I love that one so much. I really do. Um, it's one of Aiden's favorites. Every time he knows that I'm going to watch Leprechaun 3, he's like, ooh. So he goes in there and watches that with me. So hopefully, I, I'm kind of excited for you to see it. I'm, I'm kind of anxious for you to watch that one just because it, it, it is just taking the weird shit and just kicking it up another level. If to you 11. can imagine. To 11. This one goes to 11. 11. <laughs> but, this is Spinal Tap. That's where that comes from. It's really old, in case you didn't get that reference. I'm sure all of the younger people know what this is Spinal Tap is. For the record, I'm not much younger than you, and I've never seen that film. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> all right. But, I'm sure it's on voodoo. You should try it sometime. <laughs> But anyway, um, I guess we're going to go ahead and call it good for this episode. And Thank God. <laughs> and uh, we'll come back next week, obviously, with Leprechaun 3. And probably at some point there will be an episode of Pillow Talk also in there. So, uh, as always, if you guys want to... You wanna... quit pressuring me. What? I feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on me right now, and I don't appreciate it. What are you talking about? Oh, you're like, oh, we're doing Leprechaun, and then we're going to do Pillow Talk. <laughs> Stress me out. 
<laughs> we have a system every month. You know this. <sighs> yeah. But at any rate, as always, if you guys have any questions, any requests, um, before we get that Pillow Talk episode up, um, message me on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook, although I don't, we don't really have a page on Facebook yet. So definitely Instagram or Twitter. Hit us up with any requests or questions, anything like yeah. that. And if you want to get a hold of me, I'm at TravisL80 on Twitter, but I never check it. So message Ashley instead. <laughs> and I'm at SpookyMom83 or just SpookyMom, depending on what platform you're yeah, on. Yeah, and I'm not kidding. I never check it. So you should message her <laughs> first. Well, at least it's not like our email that's like bone dry. I've gotten like no but emails on that if thing. If you message that and I don't answer, don't get pissed off because I warned you. <laughs> I check it once a month. <laughs> anyway, um, and before we go, I also want to give our shout out to our content creator of the week. And this week, it's going to go over to um, a couple of great guys from the UK. The podcast is called Horror Movie Maniacs. This is Peter and Phil. And as I've mentioned before, they've got another channel called the Hellraiser Podcast, which was how I found them. And Travis, I believe you listened to another spinoff of theirs, right? What's that so called? So it's Peter Davis? Yes. Right? Yeah. He was in, he does one. It's, uh, there was one called Mars Corp and I think he does uh, some work in there. Now, the ones that I listen to, they're not about horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of a story-based thing because he's an actor mm-hmm. and I think all the people that he works with are actors. Yeah. Uh, they work, I guess, sometimes or often or whatever at the London Dungeon in London, mm-hmm. which it looks like a kind of year-round haunted house sort of thing. And I would totally go check it out because it looks like it's really neat. Um, but the one most recent one I did was The Monster Hunters. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was him and this one other guy. And they have guests come on and stuff like that. But it was it was really funny. Yeah. But you got to really be into British humor. Like if you watch Monty Python or something like that and you don't get it, you will not like this podcast. Yeah. But if you watch some of that stuff, like Little Britain, and you think it's hilarious, you'll like uh, The Monster Hunters too. Yeah. So yeah, check out, go find Horror Movie Maniacs. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. And go look them up in podcasts. Peter and Phil, always such a great time. They're easy to listen to. They're fun to listen to. They're very knowledgeable. So yeah, definitely go give them a listen. And as always, tell them Dead and Married sent you. You know, every time you do that, <laughs> people are going to think. I was waiting for that look. They're going to think like, hey, I'm going to tell them Dead and Married sent me and I'm going to get something out of it. I feel like you're really misleading people here. No, you're not. You're not getting anything. You're not you'll, getting a secret decoder you'll, ring. You'll tell like, Peter like, hey, dead married sent me. He's gonna be like, who's the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know those people. Uh, yeah, it's a joke. Is this a scam? It's okay for me to tell jokes. But anyway, on a serious note, yes, please go check them out because their content's wonderful. Yep. And if you uh, look for something other than horror movie reviews, check out the Monster Hunters. I think the, the, pri- the parent publishing company or whatever they're called definitely human Mm -hmm. and i think he does several different shows on there but they're all really good yeah yeah definitely so anyway guys we will see you next week with leprechaun 3 help (laughs) bye guys bye Hey guys, quick reminder to find us on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as SpookyMom83 and Travis on Twitter as TravisL80. And find our official page on Instagram and Twitter at Dead and Married. If you have any questions or suggestions for films or otherwise, feel free to email us at deadandmarried at yahoo.com. Later.